Punk can't do what? Use tools? I, Is that a thing? Stop Godzilla's laser beams with tools, I think. I think that definitely looked like that was a part of Godzilla or what used to be a Godzilla or some shit. Definitely looked like he had fucked up a Godzilla and like then used its tail as a sword or something. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Why not? Isn't King Kong like a quarter of the size of Godzilla? Did they really Not anymore. He was he was a baby. Now he's grown up. Did they ramp up so they ramped up King Kong. They didn't nerf Godzilla Correct. for this. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of it just doesn't make sense. No. You know? It doesn't need to. We were talking about this before we started recording. <laughs> These aren't good films. <laughs> They're still great viewing experiences. But like giant lizards tracks. Right. Giant primates to that level. Where they're like the size of a skyscraper, it it just doesn't track. No. Like it's something in the human brain is like no, like we'll believe a forty foot tall gorilla, but a four hundred foot tall gorilla, like no, that's dumb. Everything is scalable, Ryan. <laughs> it's literally it's not true. No. <laughs> Honestly, I would believe a four hundred foot tall ant before I believe a four hundred foot tall gorilla. They're just too. That's too much. Mm-hmm. Like because we see gorillas as like kind of a little human yeah so a 400 foot tall person would be really weird gorillas are bigger than humans i'm saying kind like we see them oh, as, a, as on a our level human, and i don't know that they are taller though. are they i feel like they're about our height they're just chonky i feel like if they i feel like if they stood up on like you know their hind legs they do and just mm-hmm. they do stand up on their hind legs sometimes no and i'm saying that if they did that they'd be taller right five feet tall huh they're just fucking chonky. They big boys. <laughs> yeah, they're big, big boys. Mm. Adult males are four foot seven to five foot eleven. But then, yeah, their arm span is they, seven they, foot seven. They to eight stand foot six. up six feet tall. It says four foot when seven it, to five foot eleven. So yeah, six feet at the at mm. the absolute max. And if if that's the max and shorter than us, basically. I've I bet yeah, around the same height as human beings. They're just. They're big old boys. I, for one, am disappointed that in uh, the, the setup for this Kong versus Godzilla movie uh, is apparently that they have territorial beef and not the original movie, uh, which is movie executives steal Godzilla's son and make it look like King Kong stole him so <laughs> that they fight and they can film it to make money. They framed him. <laughs> what did they do? Just like leave a bunch of a gorilla hair in Godzilla's nest. Yeah. Godzilla is Godzilla smart. Uh, mm. Right. I think I think they're supposed to be sentient, but like in a different way. Really, I pictured Godzilla as a completely like mindless, just force of nature, like with no free right. will of his own, like a dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. I never, I never pictured Godzilla as like going Batman and being like, no. "Well, I'll analyze the hair follicle in my machine." <laughs> well, I mean, ni- neither did I, but I think the two most recent Godzilla movies definitely set it up where there's something going on. Godzilla understands what it is and where he is. Like he knows what people are and he knows what monsters are, and Godzilla knows that he's supposed to be in charge. God and like Godzilla has. An enemy, like an ancient blood feud with that fucking flying alien gr- dragon thing. Is Mothra? Or is it a different one? No, uh, G- Ghidorah. Yeah, no, Mo- Mothra's Godzilla's girlfriend. Yeah. 
That's that's another that's thing not, is God, yeah. Godzilla knows what Mothra is and shit. Mothra fights Godzilla sometimes though. I mean, not when he one. gets out of line. <laughs> when Godzilla gets out of line, Mothra. Oh, yeah. Mothra throws down. Mothra's always just towing that line, mm-hmm. like never never straying. But Godzilla has been known to waver a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying. You know what? Being being the king, you get a little bit of an ego. Sometimes you got to check that, and that's what Mothra's there for. <laughs> I'm. I don't understand. For me, <laughs> for me. I had not read The Hobbit before I saw The Hobbit movie. I had read The Lord of the Rings, but not The Hobbit, ironically enough. Um, mm-hmm. I saw all the previews, everything like that, the trailers with with Smaug and stuff. And, like, they just didn't really show him talking. When Bilbo was, like, walking around in the lair and Smaug started fucking talking to him, <laughs> my mind was blown. I was like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Smaug is just a person? <laughs> like, so you, that tripped me out. I was like, what? The what now? So you were right there with Bilbo. You were right there with Bilbo when Smog was just like, hey man, why are you in my house? What's going I on know. here? I, for all, like, they I feel like Bilbo wasn't sufficiently freaked out by that. Like, I feel like Bilbo might have had a heads up that like, ayo... <laughs> Smaug like talks to you and shit (laughs) Yeah he's a dragon but he's like Made of magic so he's really smart And can talk and communicate And yeah I was was tripped out by that I did not expect him to talk (laughs) I mean in order to hoard wealth You have to be smart enough To realize that uh, These things Sentient creatures have decided have value, actually has value, and I get, okay, if you're on that level, communication isn't, like, that far removed, I think. But if you look at it from a plane of, like, oh, dragons are all, because that's the thing about Lord of the Rings is that everyone has, like, a nature, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, if, similar to dwarves, because dwarves are kind of the same way, like, if their nature is to try to achieve this thing, but they don't know why, necessarily. Like, they don't know why they're so drawn to it. Right. Like, then, yeah, it's not quite intelligence in the same way. Like, uh, raccoons love shiny things, you know? Like, oh, they, yeah. They love to hoard shiny things, because they're just like, ooh, shiny. And, like, they don't think, oh, this Mountain Dew can is gold. Like, they're... They're more just like, ah, that, I like that thing. I don't know why, but I do. And then they take it. Like, So I, I, I feel like I kind of assumed it would be like that. Like, yeah, sure, it hoards wealth, everything like that. But it's more just like, I don't know why. I just really like these golden I love stuff. gold. <laughs> <laughs> Smaug Rogers. <laughs> oh, God, that's... <laughs> That's a title contender right there. Uh, That is a title contender on episode 128 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. I absolutely misspelled smog, but I'll fix it in post. Um, On the podcast (laughs) today, we have... Andrew Clark! Whoa! It's me. The undefeated. I'm a Packer boy. Mm. The man who yeah, bought By the time a... you listen to this, the game would have already happened, but we're recording before the Packer versus Buccaneers game. Yeah. Oh. The, wearing the 21 Savage jersey, 
that he had bought that then turned into 26 Savage. <laughs> you should have held on to it, man. It might have been worse. No, I, I, I did not buy a... Tw- I didn't buy number 21. So he never did? chose... No, so when he got drafted, he chose number 26 because number 21 was like some other guy that was on the practice squad, so the number wasn't available. And then that guy got cut, and he said, I'm changing my number to 21. And then they said, no, you, you can't do that. Like, you can do that next year, but, like, we already sold all these jerseys. <laughs> so, so he's like, all right, I'm back to 26, but next year I'm going to be 21. So I just kept my number 26 jersey, but then he just never changed it to 21. <laughs> Because he made, like, the all-rookie team, and he's like, I'm not going to change my number now. <laughs> I'm too significant for that. Also on the podcast today, we have... Ryan Holtz! Oh, I thought there was going to be more Packer-related musical parodies. I love Holtz! <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to work. My name is Ryan Holtz, and I'm here to play. I don't know some <laughs> so, some other uh, Packer related thing. Uh, and then, last but not least, is me. Da na 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 da na na na. Lucas the writer. <laughs> I'm a fake fan. My Lucas name doesn't the work with it. Writer. I feel like Lucas the writer kind of works. Too many syllables. You, you got to change your name to Luke. Luke, Luke I would rather die. Wow. Than go by Luke. <laughs> you would rather Even renounce the You'd rather renounce the Go Pack Go chant and the Packers themselves than go by Luke. I will burn Lambo to the ground. <laughs> God damn. Well, never mind. <laughs> yeah we do me and andrew do both have three syllable names yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's we spread fit. differently but yeah it works it's not it's spread exactly no. the same a- andrew ryan both two syllable first names and one syllable last name oh i in my mind i did it the other way i did ryan and then holtz is one syllable yeah yeah clark is also one syllable <laughs> oh what the fuck am I talking about? God damn. <laughs> We're doing this early, guys. Nice. We're doing this early. I'm not firing no, no, on all you. cylinders. I need more caffeine. I'm sorry. Is that what that is? What is that? That's a, what are you that's a rum and coke. It looks like mystery liquid. <laughs> I mean, the red like, glass doesn't help. Yeah, it it looks little. like motor oil in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it keeps me running. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Keeps all the parts lubed up that need to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn it. I drink petroleum jelly, so everything I consume just slides oh, right through. Jesus. Oh. Oh, oh, no. On that, on that cringy thought, we are heading into News of the Week. I guess we're simping the vampire ladies in Resident Evil 8. That is a thing. This almost belonged in the meme corner. Right? This, I feel like the use of the royal we here is kind of... It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> Apparently, we all have no choice but to simp the vampire ladies in Resident Evil 8. I mean... It, it, it's one of those things that's funny. I, I think that there are people that do actually really, really like that this lady is big. Mm-hmm. And just fucking love that. And I think there are people that are just like, this is a funny meme. I will be a part I, of this. I mean, the fact from that demo 
that when she shows up to kill that character at the end, it's literally just the TikTok meme of chokes the camera, then lifts it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the, don't choke me the... with your huge hands. That would be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Sasuke meme. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is going to awaken something. This is going to awaken something in so many people. Um, and you know what? Not even just the big lady. All the vampire ladies in the ga- in that game. If it were me, if a vampire lady just materialized out of a swarm of locusts and gleefully asked if she could slit my jugular, I'd be like, shit, maybe. No. Lucas, you would not last a long in a, <laughs> in a vampire apocalypse. In this, res- in this vampire apocalypse, no. If the vampires were hot, probably not. Lucas, it'd be like a siren song. <laughs> Me and Andrew are like, holy shit, holy shit, get down, get down, holy fuck, there's a vampire. And Lucas is just sprinting towards them. Like, and we're like, oh no, they're using their hypnosis powers on him. Nope! Just, just nah, into it. I just want to get in there. I gotta get in there. There's a... There's an off chance that they let me smash before killing me. <laughs> On the off chance, if there is even a one percent chance that I can smash, we need to take it as an absolute certainty. God, come here, Lucas. I'll slit your throat. Awesome! I can't wait to be your vampire boyfriend. Yeah, that thing. That I, that would be that would be icing on the cake. But just the slitting That'd my throat. That'd be more than icing. Here we go. You you just want to be killed by this vampire? That's I mean, that'd be the cake? whole cake. Yeah. <laughs> You're saying it's the icing on the cake. That would be <laughs> the cake, the frosting, the icing, and the like little decorative things on it. Uh, That's no, the whole cake. No, the cake would be. There's these, no other parts. No, the cake would be these beautiful women murdering me. I. That's what I'm saying. Ah, you know, All that's of the it. whole thing. <laughs> that is it, Luca. <laughs> You're only. They're only murdering you. There is no other icing. The whole cake is them killing you. Uh, also, Kotaku did do the math. The big vampire lady is eight foot tall. Uh, which that's kind of disappointingly big. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hot take. <laughs> that's kind of sad. You're people have been eight feet tall before. You're hoping for like an even ten. So you. Yeah, honestly, ten yeah. feet sounds about right. <laughs> I, I was also kind of surprised. I'm, I don't feel about this one way or another, but when I saw that, like, you know, we did the math and she's like eight foot two, I'm like, I kind of thought they would have right? made her like 12 feet tall. Yeah. Because they also said that, like, Mr. X, you know, the guy that stalks you around in the Resident Evil 2 remake, he's like, he's like s- even seven feet. I thought that guy was at least <laughs> 10 feet tall. Yeah. I mean, like, Robert... that's just a really tall guy. That's not, like, ridiculous. Right. You, the tallest person is Mr. X, just Giannis walking around, <laughs> yeah, following like you. the same si- same size. Giannis or Kevin Durant, like yeah. tall NBA players, but not the tallest NBA player. And then, like, yeah, Robert Wadlow was eight foot eleven. Like, he lived. He was real, and he's like a foot taller than her. That seems a little. Eh. They also have a, it showed up in the gameplay trailer, there's like a giant werewolf man with a hammer. I think it's like a mm-hmm. like a church bell as a hammer. He's like 25 feet tall or something. <laughs> I don't know what they, I don't know if they did the math on him. 
But this vampire lady is just a very tall, regular person. Yeah. They didn't like, do they didn't do the math on him for very specific reasons. Yeah. <laughs> no one was no sipping one the, the werewolf dude with a bell hammer. <laughs> I, no one was like, oh yeah. yeah you, crush you, me with that hammer. Yeah, you smell like literal shit. <laughs> you know what? I can't wait. Vampire lady, vampire lady can dunk from the free throw line. That is tall enough. We don't know that. She might yeah. have no hops, homie. White vampires like can't a, jump. She's wearing like a a dress and a corset and shit. I don't think she's that mobile. I, I yeah. think she can ball. Yeah, that corset has crushed her internal organs. She is no no longer uh, able to function. She doesn't fully. have internal organs. She she's vampires a, have organs. Hold on. She is a. She is the shape of a human made out of, like, a thousand flies or something. <laughs> Are organs different in vampires? Sure. They have organs. Mm-hmm. I'm sure of it. Hot take. Vampires <laughs> have organs. Do they need organs, though? Like, they, their hearts don't beat. They're they're dead. Do they need organs? Are vampires them all out? dead, though? Yeah, they're, they're undead. They have they, to they... consume blood. Yeah, the undead, exactly. Right. They're I not don't think dead. they have to. It's just a thing that they really like. I mean, they can. I think they definitely have to, or they die. Well, yeah, they I'm can sure die again. It varies. I'm sure it varies based on canon, but I think that in general, vampires have to consume blood to survive. Mm-hmm. I, I think you know we're we're talking about like uh, Bram Stoker Dracula versus like True Blood vampires. Like in Bram Stoker's Dracula, the vampires. Are like literal undead magic like servants of the devil, <laughs> like they're basically witches. They don't. I don't think they need to consume. It's just a thing that they do because they're evil. Yeah. But like, yeah, modern like canon true blood. They are just they are biological creatures that consume blood to survive. The 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 modern canon, Andrew. Things evolve. Mm-hmm. If you look into the origin of zombies, you will be horrified <laughs> of the just. It was just racist. They were, <laughs> yep. they were just like, you know what? Black people are evil, so let's just call them zombies. So I don't know if we want to stick with original canon for modern monsters. <laughs> I think it evolves and sometimes for the better. <laughs> also, my closing thought on this. Uh, to all the people online saying, oh, well, I hope you guys are looking forward to when she turns into a vagina tentacle monster halfway through the game. Yeah, we are. We are looking forward Once to again, that. We, we strong here. (laughs) The Voluntary Viewing Podcast is looking forward to that. Oh, Oh, no. no. Yeah, no thanks, ma'am. All right, uh, next up, the studio that made the very well-received Crash Bandicoot 4 and Tony Hawk remake Vicarious Visions was just folded into Blizzard. Rumor is that they're making a remake of Diablo 2. Didn't they just make a remake of Diablo? I think so. I'm not gonna. They're based in Albany. (laughs) That's just a joke in and of itself. (laughs) That is funny for reasons I can't explain. What the fuck? Why are they in Albany, New York? Wow, not even Utica. Great job, guys. (laughs) It's a Utica expression. Albany is fucking the capital. I guess at least Utica would be weirder. Yeah, but I mean, Sacramento's the capital of California. No one fucking Sacramento's cares. Sacramento's a big city. <laughs> Sacramento's a lot, a lot cooler than like most, like state capitals. 
even though it's lame in comparison with LA or San Francisco or San Diego or you name it. <laughs> but California's got some cool cities. I don't know. You compare compares Sacramento to fucking Burlington, Vermont, or uh, I don't know, Des Moines, Iowa, and yeah, <laughs> it's still got them beat. Mm. Um, Crash Bandicoot Four. It feels like the way you described it was very Trumpian, like just. <laughs> Mm. The very well received Crash Bandicoot Four. It's uh. It's Wait, like who, who, who are you talking about? You said Trumpian. Who is that? Who Does is that, that? Trump? Haven't heard of her. <laughs> Who's that president? It's William Pikachu. Howard Taft. <laughs> it's Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> Damn it. I think our joke overlapped. Yeah. I mean, it was your joke that I said. Oh, we got to make sure the clap sync's tight on this one for that to work. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. that People people were upset about this, but yeah. It's creativity under capitalism, baby. They're going to be making Diablo 2 and probably a bunch of Overwatch stages. Good luck to them. Making Overwatch stages. <laughs> Can you imagine? You're working your job. You're just like, yeah, this wow, this job's really creatively fulfilling. Like, you know, we're we're do we are doing some throwback games, and you know, we are like, we're doing like a lot of series from like old games, and we're like uh, Crash Bandicoot Four. Like, we're creating new installments of old series. We're kind of bringing them back to life. But like at the end of the day, it's fulfilling. We get a lot of creative freedom. And, we get like, to you know, work with the media yeah. that shaped our lives. This is we're awesome. We're making. We're making new video games. This is really cool. And then a one blizzardy boy just like, hey, vicarious visions. Why aren't you making Overwatch level? That'd be cool, right? And they're like, just single gunshot. Uh, all right. We need you to come up with a new pose that kind of but not really shows off Tracer's butt. All right? That, that is your job now. Yeah. That is all you they, do. They, they hire a hitman with full metal jacket sniper rounds and line up all 50 employees <laughs> and just bam 50 a 50 a 50 piece a 50 shot collateral Nerf this <laughs> when it comes to vicarious visions it's nerve or nothing <laughs> what the fuck i <laughs> There is there is definitely an assassin out there who, as a child, picked up a Nerf gun one day and just kind of decided, yeah, I'm about this. This is my deal now. I mean, you say assassin, but you just mean soldier, right? Like, yes, yeah. mm. you just mean a person in the military that was like, yeah. All right, if we're being real, it's like Border Patrol agent or ICE or yeah, mm. uh, or a small town cop. Uh, mm. Small town cop and military member definitely go hand in hand. Yeah. But yeah, no, I fucking love Nerf. I had Nerf parties as a kid. It was great. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I knew it was for fun. It was an excuse to run around and <laughs> pretend for a while and be a kid. And jump out of the way of foam darts and then shoot, like, nail your friend in the eyeball with, yeah. with a, a whistly boy. Yeah. Have a friend jump off a retaining wall and just fucking eat shit like in front of everyone. <laughs> he was getting chased 
And he was like, shortcut time, jumped off a retaining wall. And like, where his, his foot did not land flat, his foot oh. landed toe first. Oh. So he just hit it and just like immediately scorpioned and his legs went over his head. Jesus. <laughs> Is he okay? I think he stopped playing. <laughs> I don't think he had to go to the hospital or anything. I don't think he broke or sprained anything. But it was like a wake-up call of, like, I was a little too into that just then. I'm 13, but I'm going to be taking a break right now. I think I need to take a I take a moment to center myself. You know what? That does, that does seem like a good reevaluate my priorities moment. Good for them. Yeah. And then last in video games, um... Microsoft was going to double the cost of Xbox Live Gold, uh, and then didn't after people predictably got pissed. Psych. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't know that they walked it back, but I did see that. You know, they. I'm like, oh, Xbox. They increased the price. You know, like that's. People aren't gonna be happy about that. And then I saw they just straight up fucking doubled it. Yeah. yeah. Is that your first price increase to literally change it from sixty dollars a year to hundred and twenty? They're trying to. They, That's it insane. Seemed like their whole strategy was yeah to get the Game Pass bundle. Yeah. No. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. Because it was what it would have been like two bucks a month extra to just get Game Pass. So they wanted consumers to be like, well, there's no reason not to get Game Pass now. So. It's a weird way yeah. to do it. <laughs> That's what they did. Yeah. I, the excuse is, and I'm speaking from my perspective, I play a lot of video games. I don't play enough video games for Game Pass to be worth it for me. That's fair. Yeah. It's my hot take. We messed up today, and you were right to let us know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> they got bitch slapped. Yeah. They got... They got yeah. hit hard. I mean, well, I mean, because like these people just dropped five hundred dollars on the new console, and then they're like, "Yeah, by the way, if you want to play it, you have to pay over another hundred dollars every single year." Yeah, it's like what the fuck? What was? And they also changed it so that free to play games would not cost anything, right? Like that was the other thing because people were like, "I play mostly free to play games. You're telling me I'm gonna have to pay one hundred twenty bucks a year." To play games that are free. <laughs> and then on, like, yeah, PC and stuff, like, there's no subscription fee at all to play. Yeah. Also, the doubling wasn't from, like, 10 to 20 a year. This was going to be $120. Yeah. $60 yeah. extra. Right. It, it would be one thing if they said, like, it's going to be $80 a year now. Like, that would still be a large percentage increase. That would, you know, that's a, a third... Yeah. More. Yeah. And people would be and mad, people, but they Yeah, wouldn't. people people would be like, "Man, this is a bad value." Like, I don't I don't know why I'm doing this. 120 is a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Especially cuz they did it like 2 or 3 months after the launch. It's such a shady. Yeah. They knew if they mm -hmm. tried to do this before launch that they would just get stomped by the PlayStation. Well, mm -hmm. and so then they like tried the to do it thing. after people had already bought the console and had no there no recompense, like there's no way that they could do anything. Yeah, because what are you going to do? You can't now take your Xbox yeah. back and get your $500 a month after you bought it. But it's it's the same thing they fucking did with the Halo. That was so scummy. And I, I don't really get into the whole console wars thing, but 
what Xbox did where they said like, yeah, no, new Halo coming out. It's going to launch with the place or with the uh, new Xbox pre-order now. And then as soon as pre-orders were done, they're like, never mind. This isn't coming out for another year. <laughs> I what the f-? And, and like they clearly had no intention of ever releasing that game on that date. That wasn't like, oh, man, we are now realizing we're not going to get it ready. It was this was this was clearly a game that was going to take another almost two years to finish. And they just told everyone it was going to be out in six months and just, just lied yeah. so that people would then pre-order their Xbox before they had any chance to take it back. Are there preliminary results, like preliminary sales figures, like to see who's quote-unquote winning so far this generation? Um, yes, fine. I don't, I don't think they've nice. released actual numbers. I do remember I saw something where PlayStation said that they did better than expected and Xbox said we didn't do it quite as well as we thought Ooh. we would. Ooh. Yeah, wasn't it something like the PlayStation Five is the best-selling release console in history? Or I I have no idea because they they haven't released any actual numbers as far as I'm aware, unless I just missed mm-hmm. it. We'll start seeing them at some point, but yeah, I mean like the the 360 ostensibly won that generation, and then the PS4 mm-hmm. ostensibly the yeah just absolutely yeah. destroyed the Xbox One because of the problematic. <laughs> Uh, lead up let's just call it uh, and then yeah I don't know it feels like in my own personal bubble it's definitely been like pe- when people are memeing and talking about like you know wanting to get the new consoles or yeah like simping for their girlfriends so that they'll buy them the new console no one ever says like simping for my girlfriend so she gets me the Xbox <laughs> Series X like they're like yeah no simping always... for my girlfriend so they get me the <laughs> PS5 like, yeah so I don't know yeah Culturally, it feels like PlayStation 5 might have won already, but we'll see about those sales figures. We shall. Um, moving on to TV, uh, didn't put this in the dock, but uh, Larry King passed away at the age of 87. Yeah. He's one of those people that like you always got kind of shocked he was still alive. Right, he, yeah. He wasn't like a spry 87. No, he was, like no, a, he was, he was an old man on yeah. TV 10 years ago. Exactly. I, old man on TV 20 years ago. He, like, yeah. <laughs> He had. He's one of those people who aged in the way where he looked old early, so he just yeah. kind of looked the same for a while. Yeah. yeah. And it was always kind of like, wow, that is amazing that he's still alive. But yeah. so, uh, in a weird coincidence, <laughs> um, uh, you know, Jade has been like going through Disney Plus. You know, we have Disney Plus because my uh, family members have it. And uh, she found a cartoon that she really liked uh, when she was younger called Gravity Falls. That was on Disney. And uh, she started watching it. She said, Andrew, you'd like it. This is, like, pretty good for a cartoon. And I watch it. I'm like, yeah, I do like this. This is really funny. Um, And so we watched one episode. And then we watched the next episode. And the second episode was, like, they find an old wax museum in their uncle's house. And he's like, I got everybody. I got Sherlock Holmes. I got Abraham Lincoln. And then it, and then he has Larry King. <laughs> he's like, I got some sort of goblin man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and this was like four hours after we found out Larry King died. Jesus. <laughs> that was a sign. <laughs> yeah. He, there was a lot of parody. I think South Park, our family guy, one of those cartoons whenever he would show up would, yeah, yeah. like, They'd really exaggerate mm-hmm. how old he looked and everything like that. I it, um, yeah, and then they they the wax figures come to life and they have to fight him and he's like, I decapitated the Larry King today. 
I mean, and like a part of that was also just Larry King's shtick as a public figure. He was doing the same thing for forever, you know? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Also, I mean, just because we don't want to bring it down twice, but uh, Hank Aaron uh, died yeah. and he's, he's just a fucking, he's a legend. legend. And he was another one where like I, growing up, you know, you hear about Hank Aaron, but he wasn't a very like upfront public figure at that point in his life mm-hmm. and so it was kind of like you just assume he's dead and then you google him and you're just like whoa no he's still around like, yeah i mean he? one of one of the greatest baseball players to ever play the game and what, what was he an all-star like 20 fucking years in yeah. a row like 55 to 75 he had a 20 That's year crazy. stretch where he was basically always like the best baseball player <laughs> not necessarily the best like i think he was the best for like 10 years in the middle there like during his prime but yeah for like 20 years he was basically like a, a very very far above average baseball player who was never necessarily like the best i don't think he ever hit um over was it 40 or 50 home runs in a season i don't remember but he just always had over 30 <laughs> like yeah, every single crazy. year and that adds up to where you get to 755. Uh, yeah. And he hit he hit far and away the majority of his home runs in Milwaukee, and he hit his last ever home run as a brewer. So ah. uh, a legendary figure and very important for civil rights and everything. It's, it's the whole, the, the, the joke, or not the joke, but, you know, the, the statement of, like, Jackie Robinson walked so people like Hank Aaron could run, like, mm-hmm. And then all the all the death threats that he got up until present day, right? Uh, because he was breaking a white man's record. Uh, definitely, definitely a fucking baller. Yeah, really cool guy, son of Milwaukee, and uh, Milwaukee treated him shittily. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, but he he considered himself to be a Milwaukee, and so you you can say that without any irony. But yeah, definitely should be qualified that like he he would try to live in like Milwaukee white suburbs and they would reject him because like oh i love watching him play baseball but i don't want to live next to him like which is very lasts until the modern day with people Mm, like colin kaepernick i love to watch him run around with a football but oh i would i can't stand him speaking his mind don't don't he dare fucking open his mouth right yeah lebron james i love to entertain me I love to watch LeBron James fly through the air and dunk a basketball, but oh man, if he says anything about social justice, I wanna, I just wanna. Mm. <laughs> That's uh, still lasts. It's still around. Ugh. But rip Hank Aaron, man. Yeah, you were a real one. Um, on a lighter note, moving into film, uh, Zack Snyder says his cut of Justice League will be four hours long, which is to say that it will be bad. You can't confirm that. <laughs> I not until you watch it. <laughs> we you are have absolutely to, watching it. Hold on, yeah. right? <laughs> We're watching this movie. Yeah, this is. I'm not going to like it. I'm going I... to fucking hate this. You you but don't I, have an I, HBO Max account. That's right. You had to do a. I here, my so my parents just switched their television provider, and as part of it, they got three months of HBO Max for free. Oh, when so, does it come out? I don't know. I was gonna say because we got to do the the screener or whatever we did for Scooby Doo, which was also on HBO Max. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I am down for making this a bad movie night. Uh, March. Absolutely. 
Okay. We, All right, so I think oh, we're good. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll be in the bubble. Woo! I mean, and yeah. even even if it doesn't work, like I will absolutely pay a month of HBO Max to to see this shit with you guys. I and then watch everything that I need to see in that period of time. <laughs> Close enough. Really, really recommend it. Fun cartoon. Um, yeah, I. I am. Why did it ever? Why was it a thing that people were saying this was going to be a four-part miniseries? Because it's long like, enough was, to be a four-part miniseries. Well, I I know, but I mean, like, was there any evidence that was going to happen? Did Did he say that and then change his mind? <laughs> or do, does no one on like on the production side of things really have any fucking idea what's going on? I I don't know, man. I. This is such a weird thing. It's they they took an ass movie and said we're going to remake this so we can make it also ass. <laughs> this yeah, is what people, you want. This uh, this is exactly what people want. That's the problem. You guys are trashing <laughs> yeah. it. People really think this is going to be like the saving grace of the DC universe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. People are fucking delusional. <laughs> they are, though. <laughs> Have you watched some of the copium lately? Like, going on with, like, Trump supporters and stuff? It's a similar type of copium. Like, I cannot believe that the DC Cinematic Universe has failed so hard. So, therefore, there, this is going to be the thing that changes it. Like, yep. it's the same it's same exact vibe. It's like, cannot believe that Donald Trump lost the election. So, somehow... <laughs> This is how it's not going to have happened. Like it's uh it's it's a real thing. I I'm growingly of the opinion that movies don't need to be longer than like an hour and 45 minutes. And this is going to be more than double that. That's a bit short. Yeah. That's that's I mean, too short. There are, there are plenty of 3 there hour movies. There are so that many 2 hour good. movies. You you're cutting off yeah. 2 hour. Not only like 2 and a half yeah. hour. You're cutting. You're saying two-hour movies are too long. Like but most I mean, movies are around there. Yeah, Mad Max is like a tight 120 minutes. Yeah. Like, and that's why too long. Lucas says too too long. Yeah, Lucas says no. We should have cut 15 minutes from Mad Max Fury Road. Just a really I, tight movie. I think it's okay that movies can be as long as they need to be. I, I don't think that this movie is going to be bad because it is four hours long. I That is definitely too long for me to enjoy it in a single sitting. That being said, I think movies can be as long as they really need to be. It, this is That's not why it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad because it's going to be a fucking terrible I, movie. Too, too long to enjoy it in a single sitting, but not too long to consume it in a single sitting, which you'll be doing. <laughs> yeah. This is... A bad movie night. Yeah, four hours. This movie is a whole day. My day is going to be structured around, all right, got to get ready to watch this movie. Four hours of watching this movie, and then, all right, rest of my day going to processing this four-hour thing that I just watched. This is definitely has to be the end of the day type thing. Yeah. I'm not going to have anything left to give after watching four hours of the Justice League. <laughs> so, here's the thing. The Irishman was three and a half hours long that that constitutes as a very long movie um i didn't watch it in a single setting i watched it in three almost equal like one hour and ten minute settings 
I did not like The Irishman. I think it is a bad movie. It's not a bad movie, though, because it's super long. It's a bad movie because it's super fucking boring and has terrible but acting in long. it. that's long. Yeah. I would, I would argue yeah. that that is part of it. If it's boring, that means it needs to be tightened up. That mm-hmm. means that there's, there's some fat that could have been trimmed. But because Martin Scorsese was given a blank check by Netflix... He just jerked off Did whatever all over he the wanted. Yeah, he was yeah. just like, whatever, I don't care, my art. And, also, <laughs> and no movie exec was like, dude. <laughs> the scene where the character stares in the mirror for five minutes, <laughs> we, we, we can cut that. <laughs> that's, that's the issue there. But yeah, like, Back to the Future, literally just an airtight script. Yep. Like, there's there's yeah. nothing. Hour, like, 120 minutes. <laughs> So you, you hour forty five. I'm gonna push back on. All right. It's just it's too it's too much. I feel like if you said no movie should be longer than two and a half hours, I I could at least understand where you're coming from. But I'll meet you in the middle at like two fifteen. No, <laughs> <laughs> there are still good three hour movies. There are three hour movies that like take that long and they use that time well. It's just a long movie. It doesn't mean that it is. There's parts in it that really didn't need to be there. Name a good three-hour movie that's not a Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I was going to say Lord of the Rings. So yeah, I was going to say Lord They're their own beast, okay? That is a very particular situation. And if... Yeah, that made a lot of people think they can get away with a three-hour movie. They can't. Gone with the Wind. Godfather um, Part Two. Yeah. Um, okay, this Godfather sh- Part Two is good. Fun. Okay, fair. don't at me. Yeah, that's what? a good movie. Fair. The deer, the deer hunter, uh, Gandhi. I'm I'm going to show how much of a JFK. fucking idiot I am. Avengers Endgame is over three hours long. <laughs> Malcolm X, Schindler's List. Wow, Schindler's List is over three hours long. That's oh, a really? that's a tight three hours. Uh, that, that doesn't feel like it. Titanic. I mean, some people don't like Titanic. I don't care for Titanic. I'm sorry. Lord of the Rings movies. Wolf of Wall Street. Wow, really? Yeah. Huh. There's there's some there's some gems in there. Okay. I was going to say Blade Rings. Runner 2049, but that's two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah, all, and just and, to make and Lucas, Lucas mad. would say like yeah. I was just gonna I was just gonna say that to make Lucas mad. Oh, you're proving my point. Thank you. <laughs> it's over two hours and fifteen, which is Lucas's cutoff. <laughs> Lucas Lucas watches two hours and fifteen minutes of a movie and just turns it off. <laughs> if you, if you can't tell your story in two hours and fifteen minutes, Lucas you know, doesn't want a part of it. Lucas Lucas does a review of of a movie. He's just like, yeah, no, like this was okay, but it never had a conclusion. Like, yeah. oh, you, you didn't really think it was solid enough. He's like, no, I just didn't finish it. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't wrap it up. I was I was I had a stopwatch in my hand. All I'm saying. All I'm saying. This piece of media doesn't respect a viewer's time. Totally acceptable criticism when it comes to video games. Why not movies? Is I think it, it acceptable can when it comes to no, video it's games? not. Yeah? There, there are tons of games that are just super long and also agree. very good. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree that, like, this video game doesn't respect my time. It's like, it's a video game. <laughs> What are you talking about? You're, you're playing you, it. <laughs> yeah, you decided to do this. No one's forcing you at gunpoint to play this video game that you apparently don't enjoy. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you hate I hated it this so game. Much. I hated this game so much that I played it for 75 hours. Yeah, exactly. There's a there's a subreddit for like bad Steam reviews, and it's people giving bad reviews on Steam, and when people give reviews on Steam, it says how many hours they have playing it. <laughs> And just the, like, 
utter, like, people just destroying a game. And then it's like, 1,700 hours on record. And it's like, Jesus Christ. What? What's the How? really... I think the really famous one is, like, Fallout 76, where somebody gave it a thumbs down or whatever the negative Steam review is, but they had played yeah. 200 hours, and the only comment is, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> that one seems a little bit more in jest than... Yeah, no, these people will type up essays of every little thing that they hate about this game and why they just despise it and wish the, like, creators would go bankrupt and stuff. And then they've played it for, like, 80 days of playing time. And it's just like, my guy, (laughs) no one asked you to devote your life to this. Oh, you're just a masochist. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't enjoy this. It does make me come, though. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Resident Evil 8 uh, <laughs> tagline <laughs> at the bottom of the box. <laughs> Kotaku says, <laughs> I don't enjoy this. It does make me come, though. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, all right. Uh, unless we have anything in the meme corner. I believe we are headed into the breakouts. Andrew, I mean, I know blockchain has always been weird. Is it weird in a new way now? It is weird in a new way that I am discovering. It, this is not like a like a brand new thing. Like guys, I got the hot new thing. Like this has probably been around for a little bit. But I mean, we've we've talked before about cryptocurrency. Yes. And the the whole idea behind like blockchain, of uh, you know, f- currency. I'm not even gonna say fake currency because all currency is faked. And we we talked about how like in function cryptocurrency is no different than the U.S. dollar. It's just that fewer people use it and is currently more like flexible in its value. You know, th- there's no reason the US dollar couldn't just swing all over the fucking place like Bitcoin does all the time. But like we we get it. Like it has value because people use it and decide that it has value. Mm-hmm. There are other kinds of not it's not a cryptocurrency, but in function it's somewhat similar. Blockchain uh people refer to them as like solid assets versus like liquid cryptocurrency, you know, but it's still all digital. It in function, it is the same idea as deciding beanie babies have a ton of value for no other reason than people just decide that they do. And then they become rare and people try to collect them and sell them and invest tons of money into it and then sell them at higher prices and shit like that. So like Beanie Babies for a while were almost like a currency, except they were a solid asset. There are things like that in blockchain. Uh, I have a friend, a good friend of mine that I used to work with who very, very recently got in the blockchain. I remember him texting me like, hey, do you know anything about Bitcoin? Back in like early November, I'm like, not really. He's like, I think I'm going to look into it. And then like a week later, he's like, I just bought half of Bitcoin when it was worth like 16,000, you know, per coin. Oh, did he Now sell? it's like, uh, I don't, I don't know if he sold it yet. I, I should ask him because it's worth like twice that last time I checked, but I know it's all yeah. over the place. It's all um, over the place. Um, but he has, he sent me hundreds 
of text messages yesterday. Oh, God. Because he said, like, hey, you should try this new blockchain asset. I'm like, what is that? And then he went into great depth explaining what it was. I'm like, but I don't understand this thing. He's like, okay. And then he would then explain that. He's so much information, more than I would be able to process. The first one he sent me, because this is what he's really into now, it's called NBA Top Shot. (laughs) <laughs> functionally it's it's kind of the it, you can think of it as like a a virtual basketball player card or you know like a baseball card it's a tradable asset uh-huh but it but it's virtual and then it's you know secured with blockchain to like make sure that it keeps its rarity and i i it really took me a long time to wrap my head around it because it is like a yeah, this this is a virtual thing but also like why the fuck do baseball cards have value it's 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 the same concept. I, I get that. It's still a little hard for me to understand because it is just like a short video of, you know, Bradley Beal making a nice shot, like that type of thing. And so there's player cards and there's moments. The player cards are LeBron James and, you know, his height, whatever, and then like something that goes along with it, like a file. And then there's also moments and it is just like a highlight clip, like a, a 10 second highlight clip of LeBron dunking on some dude. And that is the moment. And you can buy them for any amount of money and sell them for any amount of money. And they have, like, stats of, this moment has only 45 in circulation. And it has a a low, its lowest sold value recently was $340, and its highest sold value was $5,000. And he was showing me all these moments that he bought. He's like, I bought this one for $240. And it's like lowest value was literally like $40,000. He's making tens of thousands of Mm -hmm. dollars doing this shit. (laughs) It's insane. He's like, yeah, no, I can, I can recommend a couple that you can buy. Like you can buy them as low as a dollar. The lowest trade value that you can sell them on this website is a dollar. So even if you buy it at a dollar, technically you won't ever be able to sell it for lower than a dollar. But if it becomes rare or popular or something like that, you could sell it for a lot of money. Or you could buy something that was really expensive and then it, you know, more get put in circulate. Not, they, they have it secured so more won't get in circulation. But maybe it just won't get popular and no one cares about it. So then it loses value, just like a baseball card. But this apparently, like I can, I can wrap my head around that because it is very similar to like sports cards, yeah. like trading cards. There, this exists for a ton of shit, apparently. He sent me one of, like, digital Dr. Seuss assets. That, and, like, he's like, this one's coming out. It's not even out yet, but I know a blockchain guy. He has a blockchain guy <laughs> who, he's like, this is about to go live. It's going to be the next big thing. And it's all fucking Dr. Seuss shit. So- like, Dr. Seuss characters and stuff. I... And it's the same idea that you then, like, buy it and sell it for tons of money for no reason. Like, this is so weird. I, I, I'm starting to finally understand it. But that's weird, right? Is it? It is and it isn't. It's because, the only reason that it's weird is because our association with digital things is exactly. that they're easily replicable. Mm-hmm. They're easily, like, shareable, everything but, like but that. But blockchain make, makes exactly. it so that doesn't happen. If you remove 
all of those preconceptions, it makes 100% sense. It's just a digital collectible. It's no, a digital absolutely. physical media. So yeah. But but even even like if you look even if these weren't digital, even if this wasn't blockchain in the same way that like we always talk about like why the fuck do people pay that much money for beanie babies? It's why, that exact why, same thing. Yeah. Why are baseball cards worth so much? And it's just because we decide that they are. <laughs> It's so weird. I, Humanity is so. I, I just. I don't get I, it. I might. I might try this if I can buy a couple of these things for literally a dollar. You know, I'm not gonna go in and like put five hundred dollars down on a popular card. I'll just. I'll. I'll take maybe like thirty or forty bucks and invest in a couple that are a buck or two. Just kind of see what happens because it's interesting. I. You. But it's weird. It is weird. <laughs> It is weird that people are putting this much value on JPEG files and GIF files. But no, it's no weirder than any of the other made-up shit we have going on with finance. Ryan, I don't know if you heard about this, but GameStop stock has soared because a bunch of Redditors just kind of decided to fuck around with it. Yeah, and that was another thing that this same guy, who is now, I guess, my blockchain guy, (laughs) uh, who two months ago didn't know how Bitcoin worked and is now just an aficionado apparently uh he's like yeah also like i got into that whole like reddit short of the uh the GameStop stop because we wanted to fuck over the wall street guys he made a bunch of money off of that i mean that's a that's like a pump and dump i'd be careful about that yep. <laughs> yeah that, that, that's where the sec is gonna I come think, in well they actually did fucking shit up they did suspend trading on uh the GameStop stock because yeah mm-hmm. um that was when when like crypto was really hitting its peak what two three years three years ago now yeah like that that was a really really common thing is yeah like pump and dump ethereum pump and dump this like mm-hmm. i have a large following on social media i'm going to tell all my followers to just spam buy this random cryptocurrency so, so then investors I can sell it yeah well no so that investors will like get in on it and start thinking, oh my God, it's exploding, it's exploding, bye, bye, bye. And then we sell when it hits its peak, me and my followers, which is, yeah, just a pump and dump scheme, mm-hmm. just straight out of like old Wall Street before they started putting mm-hmm. regulations on that thing. And yeah, like what they did with GameStop sounds exactly like a pump and dump scheme, which it sounds like you might, the guy that you know, who shall remain nameless, may or may not have gotten caught up in <laughs> Andrew, do me a solid, text this guy, and tell him that if he can get Raymond in Animal Crossing, he can make a killing off that shit. (laughs) Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, this blockchain type stuff has been around for, yeah, years now. Mm -hmm. It's definitely coming to the forefront, and people are getting more and more creative with it. I think it's a great idea. I think NBA Top Shot sounds like a a really good, like, company idea. Mm Mm-hmm. We yeah, can do and it. And a way to take, yeah, like sports trading cards into the 21st century. So Because it, it is that whole thing of like, you know, because they regulate scarcity, you know, you know it is functionally no different than exact if it thing. was physical. Um, mm-hmm. And people might say, yeah, but I can find this highlight on YouTube. I mean, yeah, you can also find a yeah. picture of LeBron James on YouTube. You can find yeah. a picture of his... You know, trading you can find card. A picture of the card on YouTube yeah, or on that, but, Google Images. But that, but that rookie card might still be worth however many thousands of dollars. Yeah. You can find a picture of the most valuable baseball card ever made. The the what's it called? The Honus Wagner cigarette card that he, when he heard 
that like the cigarette company was selling his card. He got really fucking pissed off because he was like super anti-smoking even back in like the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Stop! Do not make my card anymore." So they only made like ten of them, <laughs> and now they're so utterly rare. They're worth like millions of dollars. So yeah, you can find a picture of that baseball card. Is that picture worth millions of dollars? Absolutely not. So. I- that's the that's that's the whole thing. The it, it, it was a thing that clicked in my brain. I was sitting uh, in the car while Jade had run in to get something from a store, and he was texting me, and I thought, but why? This is all digital. And then it just clicked. I'm like, oh my fucking god. It's the same. <laughs> yeah. it's It was sold for the most recent. It's the T206 Honus Wagner card. Uh, the most recent sale was in 2016. Oh wait, no. There was one sold in October uh, for three point two five million dollars. Fuck God. For a for a baseball card from uh, I think was it nineteen oh six, the T two oh six Honus Wagner. It's it's rather famous I, for that exact reason. Andrew, is it bad of me that while you were describing this setup, where my mind kind of wandered to was, boy, if somebody does exactly this, but with anime girls. That's going to do so well, it's going to be a problem. I wouldn't be surprised if that's a thing that already exists. And if it's not, you you have the, the network to make it happen, Lucas. <laughs> that's kind of sad. Shit, I didn't realize this. What? I was in New York at the New York Public Library, and they have an authentic T206 Honus Wagner in their collection. Shit. Well, Damn it. I wish I would have been able. I would. I should have asked around. Although it was like kind of closed, it was like half closed library. Oh. Also, MoMA in New York has one, the oh. Metropolitan Museum of Art. But yeah, then the other ones are in circulation still. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, do you have any breakouts, or can I get into my Demon Soul shit? Um. Yeah, I guess my Madden franchise. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing. The London Black Knights, <laughs> the all-rookie franchise. That's what I'm playing with. It's fun. Hell yeah. How's that going so my, far? My first game was in San Francisco, uh, which imagine that flight for my London-based team <laughs> going all the way to San Francisco <laughs> in order to play a football game. Uh, and and we just fucking dominated them. Like, absolutely destroyed them. I'm playing on all Madden. And I had to check after the game to make sure it was all Madden because it was super easy. We won thirty-four to three. I won thirty-four to three instead of thirty-five to three because of a clip I sent to Andrew, where I fucking made an extra point. Like the ball went in, yeah, like just to inside the crossbar, and Madden didn't count it. <laughs> Madden pretended I missed, and I was just like, I had to go back to the instant replay, because I was like, I'm pretty sure I made that, and then I went on the instant replay, and it just obviously, like, if you go to the top-down view, the ball goes inside of the upright, and Madden was just like, lol, so fam, so count. So realistic, the refs can just make the wrong call. (laughs) I've never seen a ref miss that call. That's, that's an easy one. Oh, Uh, um, can you... Can you challenge that in real football? In real life, probably. In okay, real life, yeah. I don't think the NFL would let that go unchecked. I think the NFL would be like, no, put a point on the fucking board. Like, we're not. Yeah. Because in New theory, York all scoring in. plays are reviewed. 
that is a rule in the NFL. All scoring plays are reviewed. So that is a scoring play. Although it's not a scoring play if you miss. Oh. So maybe not. Like maybe if the refs called it uh, good, but it was no good, it would be automatically reviewed. But if they called it no good when it was good, it might not be automatically reviewed. And <laughs> it, maybe it wouldn't. You can it wouldn't it? be. I don't know. It wouldn't be automatically reviewed. I would think you'd be able to challenge it. I mean, in the same way that like. If they say he didn't cross the goal line, yeah. you can you can challenge and say I think he yeah, did. He did. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's ever happened before. At least not at the NFL level, where the coach has to challenge a ball going through the uprights. Rather obviously, but <laughs> who fucking knows, man? There, I take it back. There was a case in like the '90s where they had a camera uh, to watch the ball go through, mounted on not the crossbar. But the like support beam that like goes between the part mm. that goes in the ground yes. and the and the actual upright itself. There's like a beam in between there. They mounted a camera on that, and the ball barely went through and hit the camera and bounced back out. And I think the officials, because the camera was so close, the officials thought that it hit the crossbar and they reviewed oh. it and overturned it. So I take it back, I think it's happened. But not like in obvious, the ball just went through the go- upright. Like, it was more... And then they stopped mounting cameras on that for obvious reasons. But, yeah, mm-hmm. like, that—that that is the one case I can remember. Never a ball just going right through the middle and then being like, nah, fam, this isn't, you missed. This isn't some bullshit letter versus spirit of the law thing where it's like, well, for it to count, technically it needs to be between the goalposts. It can't be above the goalposts. <laughs> it wasn't above. It oh, okay. was definitely like in, in the like three quarters of the way up. Because yeah, that has happened too. I've seen that in real life where, but the refs still make a call and they stick with it usually. Yeah, where the ball goes directly over the upright and it's up to their judgment as to like use the extended goalpost to make that ruling. Now this was three quarters of the way up the upright. <laughs> Snuck in. I'm not going to lie. It was close. I almost missed. Mm-hmm. But it snuck in there. It didn't even dink off the off the goalpost, obviously. And, uh, yeah, they were just like, not nah, fam. So, anyway, won that game convincingly. <laughs> then uh, Arizona had to fly all the way out to London to play <laughs> me. And they they kicked the shit out of me. So, oh. Yeah, they beat me, like, 18-12. to 12, And my young quarterback was, like, just constantly under pressure. So apparently, if you go on a transatlantic flight, it makes you superhuman, <laughs> where now you're really good at football, but way better than you normally would be. So I don't know, man. Yeah, the rookies, the rookies aren't comfortable in their stadium yet. They don't have any kind of home field advantage. Yeah. I mean, imagine how loud, like, if you're a country that's thousands of miles away from another country... Like you, you're gonna find seventy thousand pretty hardcore NFL fans in London. Like that shit would be rocking. <laughs> like we've got our own team. Oh my god! Like, are you kidding me? We had to be Patriots fans or some shit for decades, and now we get to root for our own team. And knowing how rowdy English soccer fans are, and right, there's probably we, a lot of crossover there. We Jesus. see. We see how hard they go for soccer. Imagine how hard they would go for real football. Yeah, how hard they go for a blood sport. Where <laughs> half of it is just how badly you can injure the other team. Mm. So they don't want to play anymore. Yeah, no, it would be... 
shit would be rocking. And I bought the brand new, like, they call it the Futuristic Stadium. And it just looks, yeah, like a spaceship. Like, <laughs> in a car. They were like, this stadium will cost you $3 billion. And so then I bought the stadium uh, after relocation and everything. I retired as the owner and just started a new career as the coach of the London Black Knights. <laughs> so now I don't have to worry about like finances at all. <laughs> so Not my problem. There's like, yeah, that's for the, the new owner to deal with. <laughs> we just have a so team in my canon... In my canon, the old owner, whose name was New Owner, because I didn't bother changing it, <laughs> got got hit with some sort of fraud suit, and then they had to hire in another owner, some London billionaire that took over. And then Ryan Holtz started his career as the coach of the London Black Knight. <laughs> so. Spectacular. Mr. Um, owner, please call me New. Is that your first name? <laughs> well, it's short for Agnew. Agnew Owner. <laughs> Agnew Owner. When I started my career as an oil baron, <laughs> when I was a lowly steel company owner, he <laughs> <laughs> worked his way up through various industries. Yeah. I was a waste management company owner when I was. <laughs> 23 years old, and I, I, I worked my way up with elbow grease all the way to a sports team owner. When my daddy gave me a managerial position in his small company of 500 people so I would stop doing pills, I never thought I would be where I am today. I, I might beef. just be a small-time country fried chicken company owner. But I love, I love that the... Uh, the man responsible for bringing the fucking NFL football to London, England is a, a southern <laughs> businessman who was like, no, you see, we need to expand to the London market, you hear? Like <laughs> Alabama, Mississippi, like giant football markets. And he's like, nah. <laughs> London is where it's at. I tell you what. <laughs> um, yeah, then my uh, only big breakout, I am just kind of cruising through the endgame of Demon Souls. Um, I beat the old hero, uh, which is just a ten-foot-tall blind guy with a giant sword that I felt really bad just pelting in the back of the head with projectiles for 20 minutes. Uh, not a fair fight. Um, the Dirty Colossus, which is a golem made out of garbage that I killed on in one hit because I set him on fire, and that killed him. Uh, the Penetrator, which is a giant dude in a suit of armor, and I freed an NPC knight called Bior. Super cool dude. I feel bad that I'm about to sacrifice him to a dragon. Um... Also, the penetrator. Hold on, we're not gonna just let you. Yeah, his what is, name is his name is, is penetrator, the penetrator. Lucas Armor. He's got a giant sword that he just stabs through people. That's Isn't he not... called the the stabber. Yeah, I don't know that piercing armor is the same as penetrating. I need to look up the definition of penetration. <laughs> penetration. Uh, definition. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Google penetration. 
Okay. Kids. Bookmarking this for later. The pr- action or process of making a way through or into something. Yeah. I don't think that's what, yeah, piercing or stabbing is. I, okay, I, I think we're getting the semantics. It's the same thing. I kind of don't think so. <laughs> I feel like penetration involves going through an opening of some sort. There is no opening in just plate armor that you're piercing through. You're creating your own opening. I think that's the, the difference between piercing and penetration. The, pen- the penetrator finds the kinks. In your armor. Yeah. The penetrator scouts out the weak points. And then, yeah, like, eases his blade into them slowly. Ugh. So that he can better take advantage of the weak points. Ugh. Um, I also beat the old monk, which that is the uh, interesting boss fight where instead of fighting uh, an AI thing... The game summons another person playing the game into your game, and then you have to beat another player, uh, which I failed to do like three times, but then I got lucky and it summoned somebody who was just underleveled compared to me, so I kicked their ass, and yeah, cheap win. Uh, I fought, I beat the Storm King. Hold which... on. Oh. I have something to say. Okay. You, you once again kind of went Trumpian with like your, oh, uh, this isn't interesting boss fight where like, i don't know you're using all these objective terms and i'm like fair enough how wow anyway, I, all right better if i would have interrupted faster i gotta change up my speaking mannerisms i'm putting some stuff out there i don't care for uh Yo. beat the storm king which is just a giant fucking manta ray in the sky that shoots daggers made out of clouds at you um and how you win that fight is you pick You're up... You're just saying words. <laughs> these, these are just words. <laughs> daggers made out of clouds. What? Yeah. <laughs> like crystal daggers. It is kind of mad libs, right? We need a noun. Dagger. A plural noun. Daggers. We need another noun. Clouds. <laughs> uh, I... Now we need a character's name. Penetrator. <laughs> <laughs> I you know what I, I'll admit Demon Souls kind of a weird kinky game. Um, Demon Souls is a weird kinky game. Put that on the box. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is also a really cool boss fight. Um, you pick up a special sword in the area. You did it again. You did it again. <laughs> what? This is also a boss fight. You pick up a sword <laughs> in the area. What do you what do you want me to say? How how what is a cool what is an acceptable way for me to express my enjoyment? I in this? Don't know. No no no. Just, uh, <laughs> I'm not allowed so to use nitpicking. adjectives. It's just I'm nitpicking. So I don't, it just it for me invokes like kind of a Donald Trump like you you, you ascribing value by calling it yeah like interesting or cool versus like explaining why it's interesting and cool and then saying like I, so yeah i thought that was really cool or something i don't know so, i don't know how okay. to properly explain i need to change it. my so, paragraph structure is what we're getting no, at. no 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 it's it's the way that you assign inherent value in your head to something and then describe it in a way that makes us think that it is not the adjective that you use to describe it so it's it's the same thing that you did with chainsaw man where 
you would say like, this is really good. This is really cool. This is a great thing. And then you explain what it is. And I go, it's none of the things you said it was though. <laughs> Cause you, you might say, oh, this is a great boss fight. Yeah. Yeah. Hit a garbage man with a flaming sword and he just <laughs> dies. <laughs> like you, you get what we're saying there. I don't think so. That sounded very mean. The way right? I'm not. Tr- I'm not. Try- I know it sounds mean. I'm not. I'm not trying to make it mean. I know it sounds mean. But hey, Lucas, Lucas you're I'm not back. trying to shit on everything you care about. Full stop. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> your this, values. So bad. here's what I'm going to say. It's this is a very non-mean thing I'm going to say, <laughs> and then say something mean. very mean. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's actually true. Yeah, Andrew. Actually, that's a better way to explain it. Mm-hmm. Lucas, no, like. So the way I'm explaining it is not mean at all. The things you like are not cool. We hate them. <laughs> that's that's pretty accurate. Honestly, yeah, I think you summed it up in a pretty good way there. And it's almost like if you flipped them, whereas like if Andrew said like, no, Lucas, those things are not cool and lame, not trying to be mean, then it's yeah. actually a little bit more acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That is a decent way to explain it. I like it. We got there. After after probably making Lucas feel bad, eventually we got there. Yeah. No, okay. I, Demon Souls sounds like a thing that you would like and a thing that I wouldn't like. It's not that I think And that a thing bad. that a lot of people like. Yeah, Demon no, Souls exactly. has a huge it's, following. So I'm it's, it's not, I'm not saying that the these things are objectively bad. Yeah. I think it's a little funny that you are describing these things that you like and then I go, I don't really think I would like that though. It's... <laughs> Nothing nothing personal. Is it me? No, it's the kids who are wrong. Yeah. And then Where the, were you? <laughs> sorry. And then the last boss I killed in Demon Souls. Uh, this is like the, um, the, well, the order I'm doing it. The uh, third to last boss in the game. Uh, Maiden Astraya. You don't actually fight her. You mostly just fight her bodyguard. Uh, but then you are doing this in just just the filthiest area i have ever seen in a video game it is gross what? and they lean into it what yeah <laughs> this is a, the way you describe have you ever seen the anime meme or the, the it's actually a hentai meme or like <laughs> same difference just, well yeah i kind of want to find it because it's so good <laughs> the biggest uh, uh fuck let me see yeah 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 i got it uh sorry hentai artist all right i'm gonna draw a super cute girl me hell yeah hentai artist with big old titties and cute eyes and great skin and a little blush and some pouty lips me oh fuck yes hentai artist getting fucked and going all ahagao me yes please hentai artist by the ugliest me no (laughs) hentai artist smelliest no fattest son of a (laughs) <laughs> that's where that vibe had me <laughs> yeah you're fighting this like crazy boss it's really cool just in the most disgusting like just oh it everyone is... hates <laughs> so the area is called the valley of defilement <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and she, her name is the mate oh I don't like this she's a mate oh I don't like this at all anymore no and then this well this is the setup behind the character that's like she very saintly went to this place to try to purify it but then in the process kind of realized that the god that her faith worships is 
just a different interpretation of the evil demon that's like the boss demon that's making all of this shit happen. What Question. Up? Yes. Was it called the Valley of Defilement before the maiden came there? Or was it named that after she came there? Before this is she important. She went there it, specifically because it was called the, the Valley of Defilement. The maiden went to the Valley of Defilement, got defiled, and then went all shocked Pikachu face on us. <laughs> I don't know. The what now? She... Defiling literally means that. Like she she was a maiden. Why did she do this? <laughs> There's no logic to that. She knew what would happen. <laughs> she thinks the maiden doth protest too much. <laughs> she thought she could fix it, but no. Th- th- she, uh, a maiden thought she could fix the Valley of Defilement. Do you see why? I mean... Defiling literally means it's something that happens to maidens, <laughs> specifically. <laughs> Look, I don't... She could have sent anyone who was pure and nice... It didn't have to be a literal maiden. Of, of course it was gonna happen. Look, I don't want to slut shame or anything, but she was probably fucking her bodyguard before she got there anyway. So, so she wasn't might... a maiden? I, you know. Is it a misnomer or no? I must know. I think it's I a misnomer. I have never been more interested in Demon Souls lore. <laughs> I think if, it's a misnomer. If, okay, if a maiden went to this creepy, terrible valley that didn't really have a name got defiled, so they called it the Valley of Defilement. Perfect. Tracks. No. I get that lore. If a maiden <laughs> haphazardly decided to venture to the Valley of Defilement, I don't know what she was expecting. <laughs> How about that? Damn, victim shaming. No! <laughs> <laughs> like, of course, this is video game lore, so it's a little different than right. real-life victim shaming. But come on, man. Like... You weren't going to be able to fix it. No. You were specifically not going to be able to fix it because it specifically applied to you. I also, yeah, she, walking through there, she had a lot of opportunities to realize this was a lost cause. Like the level yeah. before you fight her where you are literally just wading through shit. If a, uh. if a pro athlete mm-hmm. was about to sign a, million a year contract and just be set for life and everything was great. And then they ventured to broken spine to the point where you'll be paralyzed valley. I'm not saying we should blame the athlete, but like, come on, man. It's not victim blaming when it's just so specifically tailored to... Something bad happening to this person where they just should have seen it coming. Like, all right, so we really like the stats you put up with your other team. You know, we really want to sign you to this giant blockbuster contract. All you have to do is meet us at the top of ruptured tendon mountain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wow, you have great hands. We're going to pay you a million dollars a year to be a hand model. Like, and then the hand model decides. I'm going to go to the place where Jamie Lannister got his hand cut off and people like to cut off hands, Valley. <laughs> like, stop! Stop what you're doing. Bad decision. The only place you should not go is that place. I, I agree with you, yes. But then also in real life, 
we have fucking, uh, God, I forget what the word is, but people from the Catholic Church going to these indigenous tribes, isolated tribes that have on the record said, no, if people come here trying to preach their religion, we are going to kill them. And they're still going for it. And they're dumb for doing so. Yeah. And they probably think themselves martyrs. So they're yeah. fine with it. <laughs> they're, they're kind of fine with dying. I think they have a death wish. Mm-hmm. I think they think if I get killed by, like, oh, godless savages, then... I go to super heaven. I go, yeah, I go straight to heaven, and then I get to, you know, not deal with my shitty life and my wife leaving me or whatever. <laughs> Let's be honest. But yeah, no, like no, no victim blaming. Like no. those, those human beings should probably not kill other human beings. But it is like a little bit. Don't do that shit. <laughs> yeah, she. So, and and I also, this is a video game and not real life. Yes, I I'm willing to say I don't. I in real life you should never victim blame. Like someone right. going down a really sketchy bad neighborhood at the wrong time of night does not mean they deserve anything bad happening to them in real life but that's because places like the valley of defilement don't exist in real life (laughs) they are cartoonish places where specifically bad things happen to maidens and then a maiden decided to go there their video game lore which is dumb lore because a bunch of men wrote that shit (laughs) that's my problem with it they're she is one of apparently six saints in this fictional religion. There are, there are yeah, yeah, a lot of people had the opportunity to say, hey, this is a bad idea to go here. Yeah, the other five saints are like, uh, the what now? <laughs> no, the Valley of Defilement. Like, it's a really, like, the, the, saint, the saint of giving is like, I'll take this one. <laughs> the maiden should stay here. <laughs> And not go to the Valley of Defilement. Me, saint of giving, it does not specifically apply to me. I'll go and try to fix this valley. (laughs) This turned into more of a thing than I anticipated, and I'm kind of cool with it. Yeah, no, I, the saint of giving, will go to the Valley of Defilement. You, maiden, you can go to, like, the mountain of hoarding wealth. Mm -hmm. Like, you take that one, because I wouldn't do well there. (laughs) You'd be fine. Yeah, these challenges are set up in such a way that they challenge us specifically. We should just say fuck that and swap them around and they won't be as hard for us. Hey, we need somebody to go to the Shrine of Storms. That could be you. We don't have to follow the irony that's being set up here. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was one of my favorite running Funhouse memes during the Drunk Souls was when they would make fun of the lore. <laughs> and like, they, someone would always play the straight person who was really into the lore. And then everyone else was just relentlessly shitting on it. And I feel like we set up a bit of a microcosm here. And Demon Souls and Dark Souls are fucking ripe for uh, lore mockery. Hey, Lucas, this thing you're enjoying is dumb. Proceeds to talk about it for 20 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) It's very entertaining to talk about dumb things sometimes. It is a blast. One of my favorite things to do. Um, Andrew, did you see the new episode of WandaVision? I did. Uh, Let's talk about that in the group chat super quick. 
yeah we're getting kind of down to the wire so gotta mm-hmm. make this quick but yeah no it it was uh again a very interesting episode uh in this show that kind of is just its own thing and i really enjoy <laughs> crazy shit so vision is definitely dead right like this isn't some weird this is taking place before he died in the timeline he is no, a figment I think, of I, did, I think i did see like uh john favreau say like no this takes place like immediately after endgame yeah um i i'm sure there are like different levels of things going on because he seems like he uh he kind of seems like he's sentient in this world that wanda is clearly creating um or is trapped in or whatever I, I know that this is based on something called House of M. I don't mm-hmm. know much about comic books, but I do know a little bit of what that was. Where, like, Scarlet Witch was traumatized, so she put herself into a coma and then just created her own universe. Yeah, where so everybody's happy, some... but monkey's paw. Yeah. So, some, some shit like that is going on. I don't know if she was able to, like, somehow bring Vision's consciousness back to life or, you know, something like that. But... Right. Yeah, she's she's definitely doing this because Vision died. Something fucked up is going to happen to those kids. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, bring it on. Besides going through a 24-hour gestation period. I... <sighs> so if this is her fantasy world, is like the suffering that is childbirth, that... She could have just magicked kids into existence, is what I'm saying, but... She basically right. did. Yeah. All right. I believe it is time for a clap sync and then the wind down. Nailed it. Nailed it today. Nailed it to death. Jesus Christ. What? Mm-hmm. All right. I just, say, I just say words. They don't have to mean anything. Jesus Christ, if he existed in the Demon Souls game. <laughs> I... Hey, Jesus. You should go to get crucified and then <laughs> resurrected three days later land. <laughs> Jesus. Muhammad, why don't you take this one? <laughs> uh, is there a Christ-like allegory in Demon No, no, there is not. There's no Christ imagery. There, in there has Souls. to be. I find I think, that impossible well, to believe. Okay, so there the, is at least one piece of Christ imagery. So there is a knight in the game that, over the course of it, you find out that he is the son of the king that kind of made this all happen. He he summoned the primordial demon or whatever, and the son kind of learns and then processes that over the course of the game that his dad just sucks and then kills himself. Is that Jesus-y? It's kind of like a bad version of Jesus. Yeah, it's kind of like son of the devil more than... A little bit. In the way that I guess having a dad is Jesus (laughs) imagery. Sure. (laughs) That... Uh, I think, wow, that might dethrone Smog Rogers. Having a dad is Jesus imagery. (laughs) Very, very end of the episode. Get the name in there. Fucking goddammit. In the movie, The Rookie, Kevin Costner has a father. This is, of course, a reference to the struggles of Christ. (laughs) (laughs) 
lord. Um, in in Seinfeld, George Costanza <laughs> has a father played by Jerry Stiller. This is, of course, invoking the image of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank you all for what. Thank you all for listening to episode 128 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review, etc. Uh, send us your questions and business opportunities to voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. Um, if you like what you heard, consider supporting us on Patreon. A lot of great tiers there. And you will join the likes of Tiffany Cole, Sensual Richard Nixon, and Sucky Badger. Appreciate their patronage. Um... We are figuring out our Twitter situation currently, and we'll update once that's uh, resolved one way or another. We are on Instagram, though. Our Instagram is fire. Andrew uploading some clips on there that are just... Mmm. Mmm. Dig it. Uh, and then longer versions... <laughs> longer versions of that are also on uh, YouTube, as well as full episodes, if you prefer to listen to them there. Uh... I'm Lucas DeRyder. I write stuff. If you want to keep up with uh, all of my writing, follow me on Twitter at Lucas DeRyder. Might have a fun piece coming up that relates to an IP that came up in this podcast. So, you know, foreshadowing. Um, and then, yeah, as always, check out the Act Blue link in the description down below if you would like to help a collection of great causes. Uh, we are... We are looking at 23 minutes until kickoff. What what do we want to say to people to, 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 to get them amped for that? I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> the anxiety hit me hard when I realized we were about to end the podcast and I would have to go turn on the game. <laughs> oh. I'm about to die, boys. I want the Super Bowl so more bad. than most things. <laughs> I, I hope really, we get there. Really bad. I want it. I need I it. I want it. <laughs> this is gonna kill me, guys. <laughs> we need to jump out to a twenty-eight to zero lead in the first quarter. No, I, that's the worst so thing that could happen. <laughs> what? What? No. <laughs> Last time Brady faced that shit, he killed the Falcons. He did not face a twenty-eight to zero lead. <laughs> 28 to 3 was as bad as it got and they came back and won it just barely by a hair in overtime so I mean I think 28 points just instantly will make me go like oh I mean you know what I kind of feel you on this one on paper Packers win last week pretty solid W but if I wasn't just we are definitely going to lose this anytime the Packers were only up by a score that yeah and that's going to be that times 10 for this game. Fuck. All right, we'll see how it goes. Catch us tomorrow in the quarantine cast where we'll be either just ecstatic or dead inside. <laughs> no middle ground. This is going to ruin Madden for me if we lose it. Oh. Yeah. Madden will be very bittersweet. <laughs> Uh, all right. Thank you for listening and good. Uh, wow, fucking butchering it. Thank you for listening and good luck out there, everybody. Bye.